Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of Pull Up a Stump, Surviving and Thriving Life Nowadays. I'm your host, Cassie Pittman, and today we're going to talk about something, um, if you didn't already get by the title, it's going to be a bit of a triggering one, but I think it's so important that we talk about this, and I know a lot of my listeners are moms, and just a lot of my like base on social media and stuff's all moms. Um, so, and then of course I am a mother. <laughs> um, I have an almost three-year-old daughter and I'm currently um, almost done being pregnant with my son. And then I'm tapping out. Um, but I, I asked online um, kind of what we want to talk about and motherhood questions were kind of top of the mark there. And then I was actually, so I'm a part of, you know, multiple of those like mom groups on Facebook, whether it's like in my actual community or just like overall mom groups. And I'm also a part of multiple like mom groups surrounding postpartum depression because when I gave birth to my daughter, Quinn, she, after that, I fell really, really, really bad into postpartum depression. We've kind of talked about it a little bit on here, but, um, and so, yeah, I was like joined a bunch of those groups. And anyway, one of the topics that I see a lot brought up in these mom groups, and then I know firsthand, um, is like moms being afraid to, bring up the fact that they're struggling or that they're suffering or that they, you know, there's something going on. Um, and there's tons of tons and tons of women that put in these groups. They like, first they put in anonymously, which like, I'm sorry, this is a group on Facebook where, you know, we're all moms. We're all dealing with it. Like certain mom things, you know, the fact that you feel the need, and I mean, I've done it, I posted anonymously once, but like the fact that we feel the need to even post anonymously in a group that is all moms talking about mom things, just right there goes to show how like the mom culture nowadays and just that, you know, I'm sure it was back then too, but obviously I've, I've only been a mom since 2019. So, um, but, um, goes to show like how scary and how like quote unquote frowned upon it is to like, as a mom admit that like we've, we're slipping up or we're struggling or we're, or we're battling something, you know, like this is a group where it's literally just a bunch of moms and these moms are posting anonymously because they don't even want this connected to like their face talking about like, I don't know what I can do anymore. Like the amount of ones that I see, it's like, I don't know what to do. My kid is, you know, throwing tantrums, whatever. And I literally feel like I'm at my wits end. I can't admit this to my husband because he's the provider. I'm the like mom. I don't want to be, you know, my mother-in-law tells me that I should be doing it this way. Um, like, oh, well, you're a mom. You wanted the kids, so this is just what you have to deal with. Or, like, I'm scared to admit, and this is where I completely um, understand, is, like, I'm afraid to admit 
that, you know, I have postpartum depression or I'm in, I'm afraid to admit that I'm struggling in fear that like my kids will get taken away or, um, you know, stuff like that. And like, that is so freaking dangerous. Um, and I know firsthand how dangerous it is. We'll get into my little story a little bit. Um, just a little bit, just about what I did, but like, that's so not okay. Like, I don't know why all of it, like we pop a freaking kid out of our vagina or cut it out or adopt a kid or surrogate, whatever it is. We get this title as mom and all of a sudden we're just supposed to be impenetrable from anything that could ever bother us. We're never allowed to again, like have any sort of struggle in the sense of addiction, whatever your addiction may be. We're never allowed to admit that like we're overwhelmed, outtouched, overstimulated. We're always just supposed to be super fucking happy that like these kids are crawling all over us constantly. We are doing absolutely everything around the house. This kid is literally sucking, like, the life out of our bodies if you're, like, a breastfeeder or whatever. Or just, like, you're up at all night. You know, we're just always supposed to be, like, super fucking gung-ho about all this. We're never allowed to admit, like, that we want a break. Because if we want a break, then obviously that automatically assumes we just don't want our kids anymore. Like, what? And, you know, to the point where, yeah, there's women that are, like, even afraid to admit this to, like, their partners. And yeah, I get it. <laughs> Fuck, I get it. Like, trust me, I did admit it and shit went wrong. Um, but I'm just like, what happened? Like, I thought, you know, there's that whole notion. It's like, it takes a village to raise a kid. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, like, maybe back in the day when we were all in fucking villages, that worked. But nowadays... You know, half of us don't live in the same place as our parents. Half of us are like, our parents are dead or we don't talk to them, you know, or like you're not connected to your family. Um, you know, a lot of us are more introverted. We don't have a fucking village of friends around us. And so we're already kind of suffering in silence. And then God forbid you admit that you're struggling because then you're just like, I don't know, is it fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of just like, yeah, having your kids taken away, fear of being looked at wrong. Like, and let me tell you, the system is not fucking out there to protect our children. It is not out there to protect our children. And I, that's a whole other podcast, but it is not fucking out there to protect our children. Trust me. Um, and so like, yeah, we're, there's so much fear in like admitting and even like within ourselves like I remember before everything happened with me that I'll touch on in two seconds here um I know we've kind of touched on it before so if you've seen my other podcast episodes or listen you might know a bit of what I'm talking about but um like fuck I just completely lost my train of thought that's what I get for being pregnant and trying to do a podcast um you know like oh yeah so there's fear of like Admitting it to yourself, because I mean, I think especially like as a first time mom, um, you know, where 
we have like such high expectations of ourselves because, you know, whether it's, I mean, social media, trust me, I love it. I make my living off social media. If it wasn't for social media, I would not have a job. Um, I would not be as successful as I am if it wasn't for social media. So I do love social media. Don't get me wrong. But I also fucking hate social media because social media has created such a highlight reel of life that we just think that everybody, we're just supposed to be a certain way. Our lives are supposed to be a certain way. Our house is supposed to be decorated a certain way. Our husbands are supposed to look a certain way. Our kids are supposed to do this many activities. We're all supposed to fucking drive Tahoes and get Starbucks daily. Like that's just, you know, so when we, especially like as a first time mom, before you realize like that's necessary, this isn't necessary, blah, blah, blah. We're held to such, we hold ourselves to such a standard because that's all we see when we're scrolling social media. And if you're anything like me, like when I was pregnant with Quinn, my first kid, um, I was like always on YouTube and I was Google, like YouTubing all like the mom YouTubers. And I was like on Instagram doing like looking up all the mom in, in, um, Instagrammers and trying to get like inspiration. Like what do they buy? Like, what do they suggest? What's their daily routines? Like day in the life of a new mom with a two month old. Like I was always watching those, like in the mornings on Saturday, I would put YouTube on my freaking TV and watch those, you know, like, cause I was like, Whoa, I got to learn. But at the same time, when it really came down to it, my life was nothing like these moms that I was watching. So I felt like a complete failure most of the time as a fucking mom. Like it was my whole like idea of being a mom and parenting my daughter was completely thrown out the window within like two months. Like I tried, I, I like, I honestly, I can barely remember like the first month, two months. It was such a whirlwind and like basically doing it on my own. Uh, yeah, like I, on my own. And then freaking like my daughter, she had really bad reflux. Um, and there was an incident once when she was like a month and a half or like two months old where she actually like choked on her, I breastfed her at like three in the morning. And then I went to put her down in her little bassinet that was beside the bed. And then I heard like a weird noise from her. And then I was like, uh, and then I remember just listening and then I just didn't hear anything more. So then I like looked down at the bassinet and she was like fucking purple. So I picked her up and like, I don't know what, to, like I took my little child CPR, infant CPR course, but like she wasn't choking, you know, like, so I don't know. I just, I just threw her over my shoulder, like slapped her on the back a bunch and like got her breathing again. And then we took her to the hospital and make sure she didn't freaking like get like puke in her lungs and stuff. And then after that incident, I was so anxious about that happening again that she just bed shared with me until she was like almost six months old. And even that alone made me feel like a failure because you hear all the stuff out there. You're not supposed to bed share because it's such a, a dangerous thing and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but then I couldn't, I didn't want to put her in her bassinet, but then I wasn't supposed to be bed sharing, but then I would like on demand breastfeed her, but then you're not supposed to on demand breastfeed because then you blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, it was so hard 
And then, yeah, meanwhile, I'm battling really, really bad postpartum depression. And like for a little bit there, I didn't even quite realize I had postpartum depression because I've kind of always struggled with depression and anxiety my entire life. I've always struggled with anxiety. It's gotten a lot, like it got a lot worse um, after some like events in my life. And I finally, thank God, feel like I have it back under control. But then the depression, you know, kind of on and off throughout my life. And then, so I just kind of thought, oh, this is just normal. Like, I'm fucking tired. Her father was not super involved. He was there every day at the house, but not, like, involved, really. And so I'm just, like, sitting there. I was all alone in my city. I had nobody. Like, my family, I don't, you know, I was was alone raising this little baby, trying to make sure she stayed alive. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then I just remember like hitting a point where actually, yeah, we talked about it in the one episode where I was like talking about being out, who are you outside of a mother? I think that's like episode two here or something. But, um, it clicked in me the one day when we went for Quinn's checkup and, the doctor, like the nurse lady, she asked me how I was doing. And I couldn't even say one word without instantly starting to bawl my eyes out. And then all of a sudden, that's when I realized, holy, yeah, I got postpartum depression. And then that's when they diagnosed me with postpartum depression. Started trying to go to this like mom group thing, specifically for moms suffering with postpartum. And then like COVID and it was just like everything kind of, it just, I didn't end up continuing But, you know, and then that led to never really dealing with the fact that I had an undealt with, like, alcohol addiction that, yeah, I managed to stay stay sober for her pregnancy and, like, for a lot of her, like, life I was sober. Like, you know, and when I did, the couple times I did slip off, like, it wasn't, like, a fucking week-long binge, you know? I'm not saying it's appropriate, but, like... And that she wasn't put in danger or anything like that. But at the same time, yeah, there was a few times when, like, I drank more than I should have. You know, more than, like, one glass of wine. Um, But at the same time, it's like when you're being... It's a whole different thing. Anyway. um, Being like, yeah, sure, I'll go get it for you. And then... But then all of a sudden you're doing the wrong thing. It's fucking stupid. But... Whatever. That's a whole other kitten caboodle. You know, and so I'm sitting there, diagnosed postpartum depression, diagnosed like crazy anxiety. So they put me on a drug for that one. And then I freaking am doing this like basically all by myself. I'm trying to like also start a business. I'm doing like I have no fucking friends. I feel like I am battling this addiction and God forbid I admit any of it. Because then what? You admit that you're like, you know how many fucking parents were not like, since this last year, since I've been going through what I've gone through, I have done so much research and so many people have reached out to me and I've connected with so many people about like, specifically people who both parents, either one admitted, you know, mental health issues or they admitted addiction issues and they fucking lose their kids, regardless of if it's like, Uh, CPS, like Child Protection Services, or like the other parent just fucking steals the kid and disappears with the kid. And then you try to fucking call the police because 
well, you somebody stole your fucking kid or like your kids at CPS or you're trying to figure out like the next step here. And if you don't have custody paperwork in place, go fuck yourself basically. And then two, like they instantly they're just like, "Oh, well. But like you drank." Or like, "Oh, but you you know, whatever your addiction is. Oh, but you have mental health issues." Like, I fucking know that. And I'm trying to get help for it. But does that mean that I'm just never allowed to fucking see my kid again? Like, I don't think so. Like, there's literally, like, freaking crackheads who raise their kids in crack houses and they get away with it. But, like, if you admit it, <laughs> then, you know, beware. And then everybody fucking looks at you like, oh, well, how could you do that? Like, oh, how could you leave your kid? Oh, how could you let them take your kid? Oh, how could you, like how could you drink with like a kid around? How could you, uh, you know, disappear? How could you try to kill yourself? How, like all this stuff. And it's like, because I was fucking drowning. I had no support. I was drowning. I was doing research on suicide rates. And we all know, actually, well, if you don't know, actually the highest suicide rate is actually white men. Um, but the highest suicide attempts are women. And of that, 78% of it is mothers. So let's just repeat that. The highest suicide attempt rate is women. 78% of that is mothers. And now I wonder why, you know, I mean, there's a lot of mothers who do commit suicide. Like I actually know one that just last week, um, she, she's a mother of three, was suffering in silence and couldn't do it anymore. And now, yeah, her babies are without a mother because she was too afraid and with well do to ask for help and admit that she was struggling. And the only fucking way she saw out of that was to take her own life. And that is such a scary freaking place to be in. That was me a year and a half ago. But anyway, so back to the attempts, you know, why, why is it 78% of moms of the women's statistic are attempting suicide? So I guess attempt can be categorized in two things. You tried and you failed or you tried and like failed as in like somebody resuscitated you or like it didn't work or you tried and kind of gave up halfway through. And that's what happened to me. The last one, my year and a half ago one, um, because if you don't know, I tried to kill myself once when I was, uh, 14. Um, but this, my mom one, um, was, yeah, I booked a hotel room and, I freaking could not see my way out. I started, I, at that point I had started drinking again. I was very much trapped in a, I don't even want to call it relationship. It was just like the situation I was in. I was very much fucking trapped at that point. I was waiting for housing and like finances and just like the control and the mental shit that I was going through there. I didn't want to be there and I was waiting to fucking go. And then like having to pretend and fake and, all this stuff. And then like my daughter, you know, I felt so fucking guilty for like putting her through that and like showing her, I wanted to be able to show her like 
my one goal in life as a mom is to show my kids like what the fuck like a healthy mother is. And that's like a mother who, you know, has healthy relationships, like healthy balance in her life is healthy, like mind, body, soul, all that kind of stuff. Right. And I felt so guilty. Like, obviously she was a year and a half old. So it's not like she really knew what was going on. But at the same time, like I, I was felt, I always felt so trapped and being like, how long am I going to fucking be here? Because like, I don't want it to get to a point where she does know what's going on and sees her own mom, like putting herself in a situation that she's not fucking happy. And like the guilt there was eating me up, whatever. And it was just a whole combination of so much stuff, like so much stuff. And yeah, undealt with like traumas and undealt with properly dealt with like addiction and depression and anxiety and like mental health stuff. Like it was, you know, and I never fucking dealt with it and now I have and it's great. But so I, yeah, I booked a hotel room and I... It was, yeah, it's even sometimes hard to talk about, but it is what it is. We, we survived, we're over it. Um, you know, and I turned on the shower in the little bathroom there. I turned it on like as hot as it could go. So it was really fucking steamy in that bathroom so that it's already kind of tough to breathe. And then I sat in the shower and I put a bag over my head and I tried to freaking kill myself. And the only thing that saved my life was that I remembered my daughter And I just remember sitting there for like this flash second and I thought of Quinn and I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why are you, you can't leave her in this life that you're so desperate to escape. And so I ripped the bag off my head, like turned the fucking shower off. I, it was just brutal. Like, and then I freaking panicked. I called my friend. I ended up like at that point I did have like, a fucking Mickey with me. And I remember I just took a couple shots and like calmed myself down and laid on that fucking bed. And I was like, holy shit. Like, this is bad. This is really bad. Like this has gotten to a very scary state because yeah, there was a lot of times in that year and a half of Quinn's life that like, I would just sit there and stare at her and just like fucking say to her, like, I'm so sorry. Cause I was really, really, really struggling And I was too afraid to admit it because every time I admitted it to somebody, then it was kind of used against me or like I was told to do the, do it like heal this way. And if it didn't work for me, then what the fuck are you doing? You know? And then it would be talked. It would, that my secret or whatever would be shared to people that I didn't want it fucking shared with. Or, you know, if you admit it to like anybody while you're a mom, then all of a sudden you're instantly categorized as like this fucking bad mom. But I honestly think as a mom, being able to admit that you're struggling makes you a good fucking mom. It's like those things that you see. It's like if you're asking if you're a good mom, then you're a good mom. Because bad moms don't fucking ask if they're a good mom. They just do, you know, and they don't really give a shit. But I was terrified to admit it. And for good do. Because then, yeah, I did admit it. I went to someone and I said, look, I got to go get help. I got to go get help. I have to go be around my support system. I don't know what the fuck I need to do. But I need to fucking get help. And I need to be around my support. And I just tried to kill myself. And, like, I don't fucking know. This is not good. And then I was, you know, yeah, go. Yeah, go. Good job. (laughs) 
And then, whoop, out goes the rug. And then, uh, yeah, that was, you know, here we are. <laughs> but it's just, why? Why? Like, why has motherhood become this, like, thing that we're just supposed to do so effortlessly, effortlessly, love every step of the way. We're never supposed to be like overstimulated or overwhelmed or like anything. We always have to keep our cool. We always have to look great. Feed our kids fucking only organic. And like, we're still human. Human, like, we're still humans. We still are going to struggle. We still have emotions. We still have undealt with trauma. We still have all this stuff. So why, like, all of a sudden we become a mom and we're just not allowed to feel any of this anymore? And we wonder why so many moms are attempting to take their own lives? And I bet you, the, like I said, I bet you the attempt is, yeah, because we, like, remember our kids and we stop. So then we're a suicide attempt statistic and not necessarily suicide, suicides, you know? But then, and then, yeah, you look in, like, look into, like, psych wards statistics or, like, the mental health wards in hospitals. And a lot of it is parents and mothers. <laughs> like, what is going on here? And where, like, something needs to freaking change. And I know, like, thankfully, I don't know if you have hit that side of TikTok yet, but I'm kind of on the side of TikTok where there's more moms, like, talking about real shit. And it is kind of starting to become a little bit more normalized, like, especially, like, the overstimulated side. Like, there's, I feel like there's more moms talking about that. Um, and honestly, I think that that's kind of, like, code for bigger things, like, you know, depression and that. Because, yeah, like, being overstimulated, like they say, it's like... No, I'm not fucking angry or like, no, I don't hate my life or I don't hate my kids. But for the past fucking six months, you know, the TV's always on. There's always fucking crumbs on the floor. There's always something sticky touching. There's always some kid yelling at something. There's always some mess to clean up. There's always some fucking husband shitting the bed. There's always, you know, I'm the one that's always getting up in the middle of the night. I'm the one that's always taking them to all their fucking appointments. I'm the one that has to like present myself a certain way. There's the, there's dishes in the sink. The fucking dog just shit on the floor again. Like all this stuff is going on all the fucking time and we're just like supposed to just take it like I swear like some of the things like the 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 amount of stimulation that a mother like goes through on a day-to-day -day basis is like the same amount of stimulation that they would use in like torture camps like keeping the brain like constantly like that you know like they keep the lights on all the time and they like play fucking music all the time and like people just go nuts you know like that's the same type of stimulation, the same level of stimulation that they would use in like torture is what moms like go through on a day-to-day -day basis. And, but like, but cause we wanted the kids or something, we're just never allowed to like say that this is too fucking much. And like, I just want a break or like, yeah, I'm fucking depressed. Yeah. I have postpartum depression. Yeah. I fucking drink too much when the kids go to bed. Yeah. I fucking, you know, I don't know. We're just not allowed to. 
And then, yeah, we wonder why, like, these moms are losing their minds and we're attempting to take our lives or we're, we're secretly struggling in addictions or we are so fucking depressed and then all of a sudden, you know, like, something terrible happens. Like, why moms are, moms are just never allowed to admit that we are not okay. And like, that's so not okay. And just like, like my heart is like breaking talking about this because it's so true and it's such an issue. I lived it. It was the worst fucking thing to finally admit I am not okay. I need help. I just tried to kill myself. And then have your entire fucking life ripped out from under you. Like, what? That is, it, it's the worst thing that someone could ever do to someone. And it is the worst thing to ever have done to you. Seriously. And it's not just me. There is hundreds of thousands of parents out there that go through the same thing. Like the amount of fucking parents that reach out to me in my inbox when I share more in-depth stuff is like, I haven't seen my kids in three years. I haven't seen my kids in fucking six months. I haven't seen my kids in a year. Like all this stuff. And it's either, yeah, the other parent or like the mother-in-law or something or fucking CPS took their kids because they admitted it. Like that, why the fuck? Like, yeah, if you admit it, and then, like, we find out that the kid's, like, missing fucking meals and, you know, the, the kid's skinny and, uh, you know, they're, you're, like, something, like, the kid's in danger. Then, yeah. Something should probably be done, you know. But if we can't even just admit that, like, safely admit that we're struggling without fear of, like, having our kids taken away... Or, like, this crazy fucking judgment. Like, that's the thing that I deal with now more than anything is just judgment. I get it all the time. Oh, my God, how could you leave your kid? Or, like, how could you how could you try to kill yourself? Or, like, how could you, you know? And it's like, don't fucking say anything until you've been there. Because at that point in time, I did not fucking know what to do. I even, I tried to check myself into the hospital and the hospital deemed that I was not mentally unstable enough to be checked in. And then fucking like two days later, I tried to kill myself. Like, what? This is just, it's not okay. Like, we need to be able to safely admit among each other or to our partners or to like the help, you know, like there's tons of moms out there that don't have a partner. And so maybe they admit it to like their freaking therapist, not therapist, because I guess therapists, well, they can say stuff if, uh, if I think there's some clause in there that the something like they can share, but you know, if they like say it in like a mom group or some shit and like some mom hears it or whatever. And then, yeah, we're judged or we're worse. We lose our kids. And yes, I know that there's dads out there that struggle too. Like tons of dads reach out to me on the, on my social media too and say the same thing, you know, like, like there's a dad that actually has a page on Instagram all about like parental alienation and, um, yeah, he hasn't seen his kids in like fucking five years because he admitted that, you know, he was struggling with alcohol and mental health issues 
the wife fucking fucked off with the kids. And same kind of situation. He didn't have custody paperwork in place. And so the cops can't fucking step in until that that's in. And then now, you know, it's been so long and the fighting and money and lawyers, like lawyers are not fucking cheap and like all this stuff. And it's just like, if, if mothers could safely admit like, this is not okay. And then be allowed to like work on themselves and get better. Or even just, like, yeah, admit that, like, we need a break and be given that break, like, guilt-free. Like, like men, you know, the amount of time... Fuck. I'm going to go golfing for the day with the boys. Okay, well, when was the last time I got to go and, like, hang out with the girls? When was the last time I was allowed to, like, go and do something besides fucking go grocery shopping? You know? It's just, it's such a, it's so messed up, the the mom culture. And it's, like, supposed to be this, like, happiest thing in our lives. And in a way, it is. Trust me. I, no matter everything that I've been through with my daughter, I would never take her back for the entire world. Like, she is my everything. And having her was the best thing I've done with my life so far, you know? And it's, like, I'm not saying that. But... It's, like, it's supposed to be this, like, super happy thing in our lives. We become a mom. We have kids. They're beautiful. They're adorable. You know, we blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, motherhood can be the most, the hardest, scariest, loneliest, most depressing, scary fucking times in our lives. And we should be able to admit that without being, like, banished to this like bad mom club because yeah it's leading to way too many moms trying to take their lives or way too many moms like yeah sinking into freaking addiction or really bad depression or something like that where yeah at that point you can't be a great mom anymore and why are we not helping them or helping each other before we get to the point where now we're not being a good mom because yeah that was kind of you know I find I realized like I need to go get help and stuff because like the per the mom that I'm that I am right now and the mom that I'm becoming and like this the, the person that I am I I'm I can't be the mom that Quinn deserves right now you know like I need to go get help and get better so that I can be the best mom for her and, you know, why are, why are we not helping moms before, like, unjudging, unjudgmentally helping mothers before they hit the point of, like, I am not being a good mom right now? Like, why do we have to hit, like, rock bottom before, it, like, like I said, I tried to freaking check myself into a hospital and they were like, mm, no, you're, uh, are you, like, a danger to yourself? Are you a danger to others? And I was like, No. And then they're like, okay, well, maybe you should go to therapy. Like, you know, like, fuck! Why do we have to, like, hit this point where it's, like, all or nothing before there's any kind of, like, help? And even at that point, it, half the time, it isn't even good help. It's just, like, get your shit together. It's ridiculous and it's bad and it's scary and it needs to freaking change like yesterday because 
these babies need their moms, their real mothers. And if we just continue to have this culture never change, more and more moms are not going to come out of the woodworks admitting that they're suffering. And then more and more moms are going to freaking take their lives or yeah, lose their kids for good because of an addiction or anything. Or we're going to start freaking like imprinting on these children, like terrible habits it just, it needs to change. It really does. And trust me, if you're a mom and you are struggling, I feel you. My inbox is always open. My Instagram is live life by Cassie. And my inbox is always open. And it's just, this is like, I don't know. I would say like seek help, but you know, if you can seek a therapist, but therapy is expensive too. There's a lot of city um, like mandated therapies that, you know, they're not the best, but it's better than nothing. Um, you know, join like a swim class or something, meet some other moms or like, you know, sit down. And if you are able to have a safe, open, con honest conversation with your partner, I mean, that's, that one scares me, trust me. Um, just because of what I've been through. But if you honestly feel like you can be safe and tell them like, tell them, you know, or tell your best friend or your, your mom or like some, you know, your grandma, someone that's close to you, like tell someone because even one person knowing the truth is better than no one knowing the truth and just completely hiding this like secret that you're not doing okay. You need a break. You're overstimulated. You're overwhelmed. You're depressed. You're anxious. You're struggling in an addiction. You know, like you're suicidal. You're, we need to be able to safely talk about these things or else we're going to keep losing moms left, right, and center. And our babies are going to be suffering, you know? And like, yeah, there's step parents out there and there's like, you know, people that adopt in that, but doesn't replace their real mom that's that's the person that grew them from a nothing you know like this is ridiculous and so you are worthy and like you know I yeah I was like oh she deserves better than this no Quinn my daughter never deserved better than me my daughter just deserves the best version of me and there is no one better for my daughter than me. But at that point in time, I was not my best version of her. So yeah, I needed to go get better. But there's no one on earth that's better for my daughter than me in my healthy, good state. I'm her mother. And regardless of if, you know, I don't see her for fucking seven years or you don't see your kids for 10 years... You will always know your kid. Your kid will always know you. There's some sort of like connection that is, you know, whatever. And like your kids deserve the best version of you. And if you need to tap out for a bit or safely, you know, like admit something or get some help, like that's what they need. They don't need the best of the best organic food and the best of the best toys and, you know, all this stuff. They need a healthy, happy mom who, you know, is mentally in a good spot, who, you know, doesn't 
like suffer in silence on the daily. They, they deserve a healthy, happy mom. And we need to be able to safely admit that like right now I'm not healthy or happy. Or just, yeah, as simple as like, I need a fucking break because I'm overwhelmed. And not be judged for it. So like I said, reach out to like one person even. One safe person. Whether that's a stranger that does it for a job or if it's someone in your life, you know, reach out to someone. Because trust me, it goes downhill real quick if you keep it a secret. And just remember that there's no one on earth that is better for your babies than you. And they deserve the best version of you. You deserve to be the best version of you. This motherhood thing is, is a fun, beautiful journey. And it is when we're not struggling. So just remember that. You are worthy of it. You are capable. You are not a fucking failure. If you fell off the wagon or you're struggling or you have to take a break. We're human. Just because we grew a human or just because we raised humans does not mean we're not human. You deserve it. Go get better. Be the best version of you for your babies. And recognize that you're not alone. There's tons of us out there. I think every fucking mom on earth at some point has been like, Oh my God, I need a break. These kids are driving me nuts. And it doesn't mean we just don't want our kids anymore. It just means right now I need a fucking, like, I'd like to sit and drink a hot coffee by myself and not hear Coco Melon in the back and that thing falling off the shelf and cleaning up that, you know, like, it's okay. It's okay. And there's absolutely nothing wrong, or at least there shouldn't be, with admitting that you're not okay. Anyway, guys, that's today's episode. I love and appreciate every single one of you for tuning in. Um, don't forget, move your body, drink your water, do your positive affirmations. And yeah, if you're if you need help, reach out for help. Because the alternative is not good for anyone. Bye, guys. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.